Welcome everyone. We're on Daf Samach Dalit of Masech Berachot in the Har Lebanon slash Ove Torah edition of the Daf Yomi. Um, tonight's class, the last Daf in Masech Berachot, um, is sponsored by Mr. Ralph Sutton in honor of all the people who finished their first Masech Berachot with the Daf Yomi. Bezat Hashem, it's his wish and it's the wish of all of us. At the same way, we finish Masech Berachot tonight. We will Bezat Hashem finish all the Masechtot of Shas and be here in seven and a half years in true celebration that we've actually visited Hashem, all of Hashem's Masechtot. Okay, we are now on the bottom of Dav Samach Gimel Amud Bet. It is very, very uh, not a coincidence that the, what we're starting with now actually was today's Haftarah. Let's begin. We had mentioned beforehand that all the speakers in Kerem B'Yavne were starting off with the Kavod of the Achsanya, except for the Rosh Hashanah who started off with the Kavod HaTorah. Well, when Nehemiah started with the Kavod HaAchsanya, and he had a dirasha explaining how we have to respect the Achsanya, the host who was the host at the time. V'darash, and he said the following, May dikhtiv ha-yomer sha'ul al-kani. What is the pasuk that we say in today's haftarah? V'yomer sha'ul al-kani, and that sha'ul said to the people of Yitro, L'chu suru urdu mitoch amaliki. Leave quickly and escape from amongst the amalekim, pen osifecha imo, lest we gather you along with him, and just like we're gathering them to kill them, lest we gather you to kill you as well. And you, the children of Etiro, did Hesed with the Bnei Yisrael. From this thing, from the fact that Shaul told the people of Keni, of Yitro's grand descendants, that because of the Hesed their grandfather did with Yitro, they have the right to stay alive despite being with Amaleki, we can draw a parallel Kalvachomer to us as well. Says the, says the Gemara, well, Just like Yitro, when he came to go come to see Moshe Rabbeinu in the desert, he wasn't coming to do anything good for Moshe. He saw that Moshe had Gidula, he saw that Moshe had greatness and the truth was with him, and in order that he should be with the truth, he came to join Moshe. So really he was coming with his own interest in mind. Despite that, with saying that he did good for Klai Yisrael, because of him, his great, great, great descendants have the right to be saved from annihilation just due to that small connection. One who hosts the Tamid Haham in his house, and he feeds him, and he gives him to drink, and he gives and he uses his property to help the Tamid Haham. How much more so that he's entitled to be taken care of? And if uh, happened to kavod that Yitro gave to Moshe Rabbeinu was enough to protect people, how much more so? Welcome. How much more so, someone who takes the Tamid Haham into his house, how much more they have to thank him. And Rabbi was seeing from here that even when someone is doing something for us and they're only doing it for their own benefit, it doesn't make a difference, they're still entitled to benefit. Kavach when someone does something like sponsoring a class, someone is 
sponsoring class, someone's hosting a class, a shul is hosting a class. All those things, Rabbi of course, require our heartfelt gratitude. Says the Gemara, we're at the two dots towards the bottom of Samach Gimel Amurbet. Patach Rabbi Yossi B'Chvod not only did the previous Rebbe, the next Rebbe also opened with the quote of the Achsanya of the host. V'edalash, he says as follows. It says, Lo tita'ev adomi ki achichahu. Lo tita'ev misli ki ger hayite barzo. It says there's a mitzvah in the Torah that a person is not allowed to hate an Egyptian person because we ultimately were guests in Egypt. And the Egyptians were our hosts. Isn't it a The reason why the Mitzrayim kept the Jews alive was only for their own nefarious purposes. They wanted to build their cities and they wanted to have a big pool of slave laborers to be able to build Mitzrayim into a world power, which is what they exactly did. So they weren't taking care of us for any good reason. Yes, they gave us food and took care of us for years, but they, would, they didn't want to. They were using us as slaves. And when Paro met Yosef and his brothers, he told Yosef, if you have, I'm going to take care of your brothers. But by the way, if you have any brothers who happen to be great soldiers, I'd love them for my army. So you see that Paro is really not looking to try to do chesed with the Jews. He wants to try to build up his house. He's very happy to have these strong, strong wealthy people join his nation. So too, one who brings the Tamir Haham in his house. You want to go? One who brings the Tamir Haham in his house. Tamir Haham into his house, umachilo, and gives him food, umashkeo, and gives him a drink, umani. How much more so if you host Tamir Chaham and let Tamir Chaham use any of your nechasim, anyone who uses his own property, his own money, and says, I want Tamir Chaham to use my property, that zikhut travels forever because he's not doing it for his own sake, he's doing it for Tamir Chaham's sake, for sure that's something that lasts forever. Also, Rabbi Eliezer is to open with the Chorach Sanya of the Rash, and he said the following: "Vayivarech Hashem et Oved Edom Hagiti ba'avur Aron Elokim v'halo." Pasuk says by David Melech that David Melech brought in the Aron Hakodesh from the Pelishtim, and after a tragedy happened, he stored this Aron by the house of Oved Edom Hagiti, and it says that Hashem blessed the house of Oved Edom Hagiti. V'halo devarim kavachomer. Must be a kavachomer. Ma aron shelo achav v'lo shata el kabed v'rabetz lefanav. If the aron Hashem didn't ask for nothing, what does the aron ask for? Nothing. He doesn't need. He doesn't need to eat. He's just hosting it by leaving it in a room. All he had to do was sweep the floor in front of it. If he got blessed for having Aaron in his house, which doesn't take much effort. Certainly, a Tamir Chacham who does take effort, you have, to, you have to change the sheets, you have to serve him food, you got to do his laundry. Certainly, if you do that, you're, you're going to get tremendous, much, much more. What Beracha did Oved Adomati have? Amar Bihuda Bazbida, Bihuda Bazbida says, Zo Hamat Ushmona Kalotav. The blessing wasn't for him. 
it was a blessing for his wife, whose name was Chomat, Chamot, and his eight daughters-in-law. So I guess his, he had eight sons, and he had a wife. What was the blessing? Each one of them gave birth to sex tuplets, which is uh, quite a few uh, children. That means, if you make a quick math, he went right away in a year, he went on to have a, an extra 48 grandchildren plus six children within three months. Now, there's a machloket between the Ben Ishchai and the Maharsha, exactly how it worked. Did it happen in three months? Did it happen? This is a big machloket. But either way, tremendous, tremendous beracha. And all of a sudden, he's got a few people, he's got eight kids, and then all of a sudden, he's got his whole, you know, he's got his own uh, basketball league. Okay. Shneimar, as it says in the pasuk, Pulati Ashmini ki balechu elokim. Pulati was the eighth, because Hashem blessed them. Hashem blessed all these people. Kol ele mibine oved edom hema. All these people came from oved edom. Ubenehem vahahem anshechayil ishchayil bekoach laavod shishim shanim laavod edom. These are sixty-two people for oved edom. He had eight sons, plus the sex tuplets, plus the eight daughter-in-law, end up with 62 people. Amar Abiyabin Hadavi, called Doheket Sha'ah, Sha'ah Dohkehu. Anyone who pushes himself into a time that's not the right time, the Sha'ah Dohkehu, the time will push back. A person who gives in at a time when it's not his time, in the end they'll give in to him. Where do we know this from? Midirabah Rav Yosef, famous story of Rabbah and Rav Yosef. Now, it's interesting that this story of Rabbah and Rav Yosef happens to be here in this Gemara, but it also is the vart of Rav Gershon Edelstein on this week's parasha, which I was reading this morning. And it happens to be here, but that's all a coincidence, guys. Okay. May <laughs> Rabbah Rav Yosef from Rabbah and Rav Yosef. Did Rav Yosef Sinai. The Gemara says that Rav Yosef, by the way, the Rabbah and Rav Yosef are the famous Amoraim who who are the Rebbe's of Abaya and Rava. Okay? Abaya and Rava's Rebbe's are these two rabbis, Rabbi and Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was known as Sinai. Sinai means that he knows everything that was given on Sinai. And Rabbah, Oker Harim. Rabbah was the one who uprooted the mountains. Uprooting the mountains means that he is the one who's able to use the thumb action to figure out all the depths of the Rebkiva Egers, as they call them, right? It's Jericha Lehushata. It came that the time came for them that one of them had to become the Rosh Shiva. As, no, as is well known, whoever became the Rosh Shiva in the olden days automatically jetted to, to stardom. And stardom meant that you were wealthy, all of a sudden they have servants and wealth and everything. And there came the time that one of them, either Abba or Yosef, would have to be the Rosh Shiva. Shalchu Lahatam, so they sent a message from Babel, where these rabbis lived, to Eretz Israel to ask which rabbi should go first. We have two rabbis, one's Sinai, and one's Oker Harim. Rav Yosef is Sinai, and Rav is Oker Harim. So they sent a message to the parallel community in Israel to ask them, what do you feel? Who do you believe should be, have precedence to be the Rosh Shiva? They asked, Sinai ve'oked harim, eze mehem kodim. Which one, which one will go first? Shalchuluhu. So the rabbis in Israel sent back, Sinai kodim. Sinai is first. 
Because everyone needs the master of the wheat, meaning someone who has wheat, which which is the which is uh, a hint to the Torah. Everyone needs that. That's something everyone needs. You need someone who knows everything. So sure enough, even though they said Sinai was first, still, and therefore Rabbi Yosef should have been first, Afal became lo kibel alav Rabbi Yosef. Yosef would not agree to accept, even though they came to him, they offered him first. He didn't agree to accept it. Why? The Amri Lel Kaldai, because the astrologers told him, right, that Malchat Taten Shrin, you're going to be, you're going to rule for two years and then you're going to die. So he didn't want to rule. Exactly. Instead, he sent Malach Rabbah Esim V'Tarten Shrin. Rabbah, who took over, the Okerarim was next. He was the ruler for two, 22 years. Malach Rav Yosef Tarten Shrin Upalga. And Rav Yosef lived for two and a half years. So you see that he didn't lose anything by waiting. So just like the Gemara says that if you push away for the moment, you don't push away, in the end they'll, you'll get your time. If he would have pushed his way in, he would have lived only two years. And here we see that he lived longer. I see we have um, some uh, head shaking by Mr. Rudy. You want to pause this a second? Yes, Mr. Depends what society you look on. at. Okay. Call Hanach Shani de Malach During all the years that Rabba was the ruler... Afilu umna Rav Yosef, not only did, did he not say, well, I was supposed to be the melech, and therefore, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm going to act like the king and come to... No. When, when it came time to go to the doctor to let out his blood, he wouldn't call the guy to his house. He would go to the, like a regular, rec- rec- regular guy to get his blood let. Okay? Also, it's probably safer. He doesn't want anyone to say that maybe he's, mal- he's Malach, and then that'll start his two-year uh, uh, stopwatch. By the way, he said two years, and it ended up two and a half, by the way, just, just as a side point. What does it mean that Hashem will answer your day of distress, and the, the name of the God of Yaakov will help you? What, only Yaakov, not Abraham Yitzchak. Last we check, Abraham Yitzchak were also religious. What's going on? Mikan, from here we learn, which means here we learn that when a lot of guys are carrying a beam, you, the guy who asked to move the beam has to carry the heaviest part. What does that mean? Yaakov, who was the one who pushed Klai Yisrael, he is the one who raised Klai Yisrael, therefore it's his responsibility to pray for all Klai Yisrael, meaning, okay, they all, they all had one kid, Yaakov had 12 Shivatim, you're the one who had all 12 Shivatim, you're the one who has to pray for all the children, you're in charge. It should be Abraham, Rabbi. Abraham had the one kid that let it up. We're telling you that since you're the one who, you were the owner of all these things, you're the last one in, you have to take care of it. Okay? Ayin Mahasha, it says over here. Amar Rabbi Abin Halevi, Anyone who benefits from a meal that there's rabbis there, inshallah downstairs tonight, we have a few rabbis, everyone's welcome to join us and please be there. It's as if you enjoyed from the ziv ha from the shekhinah itself. Crazy, crazy stuff over here. It says that Aaron, in Pasha Yitrot says, Aaron and all the Zikinim came to eat bread with Moshe's father-in-law in front of God. 
this is one of the sources where the where the Hasidim come and they always like to go get Shirayim from the Rebbe. Why do they go to they go to the Rebbe? The way it works with the Hasidim, you go to Bar Park, they go to a Tish. The great Rebbe comes to the Tish and they all eat, they all come to the Tish and they come to the Rebbe. The Rebbe takes the, some food, puts it in the hand, they eat it right away. Why do they eat it? Here we have it. You eat from a Suda that the Chachamim the ate like eating from the Shekhinah. And by the way, they will never eat it with a fork. I be sure to eat it with, fork. <laughs> eat it with your hands. Straight. I don't know about Corona. Let's go. <laughs> a guy who says goodbye to his friend. Never say lech bishalom. Rather, don't say go in peace. Rather, go to peace. When Yitro told Moshe, go to peace, Moshe went up and further. David, he went and he got hanged. Now, this is an interesting question over here. What's going on that David would tell his son, Lech, Lech Bishalom to get killed. So there's two ways to understand why David would tell his son of Shalom this thing. Either David meant to say Lech Lishalom and the wrong thing came, Hashem made the wrong thing come out because Avshalom was such a Lashar and this, that, that was going to happen to Avshalom. Alternatively, some say that really there's nothing wrong with Lech Bishalom. They want the, the difference we want to say is like this because lech lishalom means you should have peace where you're going to go. Okay, lech bishalom means you have peace over here, but when you get there, you're not going to have peace. That means you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And the other one, they want to say no. Lech, lech lishalom means you can have a peace over there. Now, in order to have peace over there, you also have to peace on the road because you, you can't. If I'm going to die on the road, that means I'm not going to make it over there. So they want to say that lech lishalom is okay because I'm peace over there also includes automatically peace, peace on the road and lech bishalom means you're peace on the road but when you get there you're not going to make it that's what they want to claim others say no they're all the same and just uh, be, it happens that it comes out that once David did it so then it became no good okay a guy who leaves a dead person do not say go lech lishalom el lech bishalom so you should go bishalom, just like it says about Abraham Avinu that he went to his father's bishalom with peace. Amar Rabbi Levi Barchia, says, one who leaves the shul, he goes into. If you leave Bet Knesset, go to Bet Midrash. They all sick, but tell you right away. Learn if right away in the morning after you pray, you go learn. to greet. The Shekhinah. If you go from strength to strength, Yani, you go from praying directly into learning, like some we kind of did tonight. Uh, we should all be Zocher, the have no rest. Not in this world, not in this next world. They go from strength to strength. They go from busy to business. 
They keep growing and growing where the other people stay where they are. Amar bi al-Azad, Amar bi al This you might have heard before, guys. Tamideh ha-hamim, marbim shalom ba'olam. Torah scholars increase peace on earth. Shene'emar, as it says in the biblical verse. V'chol banayich, and all your children, limudeh adunai, will learn Hashem's Torah. V'rav shalom banayich, and much peace to your children. Al-tekleh banayich, don't read it. Banaich ela bonaich, those builders, just like the Torah, Torah scholars, they build up the world. We don't realize that the world is built up by the Torah scholars. So too, they're the ones who increase Torah peace in the world. That's why we said before, amazing thing. You know that if you are in a city and the city collects taxes from all the people and these taxes are there to take care of the city, so everyone has to pay for the taxes. We don't, if, we're, if we're building a, a river and if we're building a water irrigation system, everyone has to pay. If a guy comes and says, I am a Tamil Haham, do I have to pay? He says, well, you want to drink water? Yeah, okay, so you have to pay. I don't care if you're Tamil Haham. What's the difference? I don't care what you're, what, we, 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 we don't care what you're a rabbi. But when they come around, they correct for security guards. The halakha is, Tamil don't pay. Why don't you pay? Why I pay? Last time you made me pay. Why are you not making me pay now? No, we don't make a pay now. Because you make peace in the world and you have the right to say, listen, when you have peace, I'm, I'm, I'm the security over here. I'm the security. I'm, I'm, I'm defending the world. Can't you see I'm learning? I'm defending the world. Says the Gemara, Shalom Rav, lo Torah ve'en lam v'achshol. There is much peace to those who love Torah, ve'en lam v'achshol. He is shalom v'chelech, shalva bar mortaich. The man I hive and I, for the sake of my brothers and my friends, Adam Nanash, shalom v'achal. I'll speak peace of Yerushalayim. The man bet Adonai Eloheinu, abak shatoblach. Adonai oz la'amo yiten, Adonai yivarech et amo, v'shalom. Adnan Allah Haroe, the Silka Lam, the Sekhe Pedachot, but that's the Shem tonight. We'll make the same.